I always want to reassure me about where I'm going in order to be sure that this I'm going out into my mind and I go away from the heart, from being touched. And I can see how I do it with my mind and it's not useful at all. From time to time I, I go into this kind of doubting. Am I still trying to with too much effort to grab what's happening. So is it about to relax awareness even more, to loosen up this witness that is very active? For you to meet, you don't need yourself and you don't need the witness. Is there anything that I do need? You can relate in a similar way that you did about an hour after you were born. I reassure myself by my mind before I go somewhere. Is there a, a fear, a mistrust? Is it helpful to be aware of what that could be? It was your strength. So you relied on it. As you relied on your strength, you separated from your weakness. It's as important for you to be in your weakness as it is to be in your strength at any time. The direction for me as I'm good with my strengths in the mind is to go more into the weakness. Yes, for you to be at home in your weakness. And you're saying it's both important, yes? The strength of mind, yeah, to make an overview, an abstraction of something that's also good and necessary. When you're in your strength, be quieted in your strength. If you're disquieted in your strength, you'll overlook you and when you're in your weakness also be quieted in your weakness there's a different reflection of you within being quieted in your weakness and being quieted in your strength. It's through that subtle contrast that it's easy to realize you. Not the contrast of the strength and the weakness. Not the contrast of your experience in each, 
the subtle difference of you within each. When you're disquieted within your weakness and within your strength, yet being present in each, the disquiet disables you from realizing you. Your attention will be in your experience. The disquiet creates an experience. The more quieted you are, the less that you're relating to an experience. What remains without the experience is you. Awareness quieted within weakness. Subtly draws upon a beingness that has nothing to do with the experience. You're drawn into at a most subtle level that isn't dependent on experience. Awareness balances. It doesn't balance through use of the experience. It balances by a natural movement of its own being. There's a subtle movement of being in that. And the subtle movement of being, when you are quieted within weakness, is different from a a subtle movement of being when you are quieted within your strength. When you are quieted within your varying experiences, you begin to realize the different subtleties of your own being. It's the most subtle movement within that you're rested in. And it's not a movement of experience. As you've lived You've relied upon your experience and your movement as a self. Your movement with your thinking, your feeling, your emotions, and your will within the interplay of your experience. You've used that to create a balance, a sense of balance. What you're exercising in creating that level of balance 
is yourself. Yourself not being the same as your own being doesn't bring about a true balance. You're using what isn't all integrated to create a balance. It won't be an authentic balance. What it does create is an addiction, an addiction to yourself, an addiction to using yourself to create balance. You never really come to balance, so you can't stop using yourself. Always self-balancing. Always using yourself to balance your experience. And it's never enough. The balance that you're looking for is between you, awareness, and your own being. It's your being that gives you balance within yourself and your experience. There, your experience and yourself doesn't need to be in balance and it doesn't need to be integrated. It doesn't need to be understood. With each difference in what you're experiencing and what's occurring in yourself, there is a different movement of your own being within you as awareness. When you're quieted in that, when you have no other movement assisting that, you are in balance. What gives you that balance is a different movement of being as your experience and yourself changes. Your attunement is with your own being, not with your experience. The more quieted you are, the easier it is to realize. The slightest effort covers it. The reason that I use as an example what you were in an hour after you were born 
is because that's where you are in your natural balance. Before you've begun to learn in yourself. And not immediately after you're born because your body is still recovering. Once your body has come to rest, what remains is just you meeting with what is outside of you. There you don't have strengths and weaknesses. There's just you with the subtle movements of your own being and you're attuned to them. That attunement matters more than any development of yourself. The deeply balanced development of yourself is dependent on this attunement. When you leave that attunement to cope within your experiences, you'll use what is in a developmental stage to bring about your balance. You won't be able to find your balance. So you'll effort more and you'll try harder. You'll use your strengths and you'll be removed from your weaknesses. When you're in that attunement, you are as much really there within your weaknesses as you are really there within your strengths. And you're not relying upon either for you to be what you are and for you to be within your authentic movement. Your authentic movement is the movement of your own being, not the movement of yourself. Then you begin to realize how to move yourself into balance by this attunement. You're not using yourself to bring yourself into balance. You're using what you really are to bring yourself into balance, your weaknesses and your strengths. that gives you a natural equanimity of being within each.
have you ever, when you were younger, played with a gyro? It's all made of metal, and it spins within a cage. You put a string in it, you wind it up, and you pull it. If you take a coin and make a little hole in the middle of it and put a toothpick through it and a little bit of glue and then you give it a twirl and then you put a larger one that's machined properly and you put it inside of a cage so that it's held between two points. You put a little piece of string through it, wind it up, pull it, and then it sings as it turns, and it stays within the two points. The two points are held within a cage. As it turns, and you hold it in your hand, each time as you hold it completely still, you don't really feel anything. But as soon as you move your hand, you realize the contrast between the turning and your hand. So if you throw your hand, there's a different action of how the gyro acts on your hand. The attunement in the analogy would be the gyro. Yourself is your hand and your body. So with each movement, you realize how your being moves in that movement. When you're attuned to the gyro, you always know where you are. The gyro tells you. When you abandon that and you use the sense of what is outside of the gyro, for you to have a sense of balance, it won't be true. The gyro tells you more than what yourself tells you. The subtlest movement of your hand, you realize what's taking place within the gyro, and the gyro tells you. As awareness, your sense of balance within reality doesn't come from yourself. It comes from the movement of your being within you as awareness. It's what you need to bring everything of yours that you haven't integrated yet into balance. As you move in life within that attunement, you're always realizing greater depths of the attunement and you're realizing an increase of balance within your forms. You're always bringing them into balance. The realization within is continuous. 
the balancing without is continuous. When you separate from that, you're left with your own experience and using your strengths in an effort to bring your experiences into a semblance of balance. And you can never come to it. Uh, if I compared it to the picture with the gyro, I realize it as a pressure in my hand or something like a. You won't realize it. You'll cover it up. It'll be an interference to you. As soon as you rely on yourself to bring yourself into balance, you're attuning to how you use yourself. Any movement of being is an interference to that. It's an interference to how you are relating in yourself. So you'll eliminate the sense of your own being so that you can be in a full realization of yourself, how you're using yourself, and how you're tuning yourself. Within that misunderstanding, you cover up your being. You tune it out because it's not helping you in the way that you are using yourself to relate to yourself. And by quieting, I uh, tune more into the being. Yes. So instead of trying to fix something in the, in the experience of the self, quieting and relying on the being? No, because if you haven't realized it, you're not able to rely on it. If you rely on your being without realizing your being, you're relying on a concept. You're looking for something you haven't realized yet. Your way of looking is through the use of yourself. So the quieting for you turns into using a much more subtle form of yourself to realize your being. All you realize is a more subtle form of yourself. Being quieted or being still means that you're not using any of your forms for anything. What remains is awareness and the movement of your being. So the, in a practical way it means I stop doing, yes? Yes. Once you've realized the subtlest movement of your being and you've realized what you really are, you're able to be that a little bit within the movement of yourself. 
without becoming lost in yourself. When you're able to remain what you really are within the movement of yourself, you are naturally, just by being you, you're naturally bringing yourself into balance as yourself moves. As you move yourself, you learn. And as you learn how to bring yourself into balance by you, by being you, you realize greater depths of your own being. When you're in that attunement, as you live, you know your being more and more. And you know yourself more and more. Your being is already in balance. So what continually comes into balance is yourself. The more you use yourself and exercise yourself in weakness and in strength, the more you bring yourself into balance. Yourself becomes the same as you with your own being. To get in touch with my heart is to very subtle listening inside. Is the same applicable to get in touch with the being, to listen for it? As long as you don't use your forms to listen. Where you're in it, when you're being it, is right as you fall asleep. When you lie down to go to sleep, your use of your body comes to rest. Eventually, the use of your mind, your past, your day, your person, then even deeper, yourself, as it all comes to rest, what remains is you. Right as you fall asleep, there's just you. You in your being. When you realize that, that's what you are in your living. It's what you rely on. It's what you're being in yourself. It's what tunes yourself. In being this within yourself, 
and in your living, yourself comes into balance. It transforms, it changes. And in time, you have aspects of yourself that are in tune with your being. Eventually, yourself is in tune with your being. You being gentled and quieted in your heart is a subtle form, an accurate form of you. There isn't the use of yourself in that, and there's form. When you're in that, when you are gentled and quieted in your heart, you're in the kind of attunement within a form where you're able to know more deeply. The knowing more deeply is the attunement without that form. That attunement to your being, awareness to the being, its form is you gentled and quieted in your heart. When you're gentled and quieted in your heart, without any reference to yourself, right there, you know more deeply. As you're knowing more, you respond to what you're knowing. The attunement remains, but with less form, until all that remains is awareness and your being. The movement of your being, the most subtle movement of your being, while you're gentled and quieted in your heart, with that realized by you, awareness. Within that realization, you respond to that movement of your being and you easily come into oneness with it. Then as awareness, you move as that movement. When you're moving as that movement, because you're one with it, you move that way without being gentled and quieted in your heart. 
So you move that way within the activity of yourself. The greater the activity of yourself, the more you're relying upon the movement of your own being to give you a sense of what you are within that greater movement of yourself. The greater the activity of yourself, the more that demands on yourself, the more deeply you're relying on the intricate movements of your own being. As you remain in that attunement, difficulties in yourself and in your person, in your life, bring you into great depths of your own being because that's your attunement. The realization of those depths is what you need to bring your difficulties into balance. Not the use of yourself in working on those difficulties. Yourself on its own is blind. Then you're using blindness to try and see in yourself to try and see a balance. You can't come to that balance in yourself without your attunement as awareness to your being. Intellect has nothing to do with the attunement of awareness and its being. It wouldn't matter the condition of your body, your health, the condition of yourself. There is no condition of your forms that adds or takes away from the attunement between awareness and the movements of its own being. If you're born with every disadvantage, a body that's not right, if you were born with brain damage, the attunement between you as awareness and your being isn't off. There's no incompleteness there. You would be evolving as awareness, one with your own being. within a damaged system. So you would be developing and realizing the depths of your own being 
as you live within that damaged system. As awareness, you're not disadvantaged by any system or circumstance. You're disadvantaged when you leave that attunement to try and have a sense of completeness within your present system. When you use your system to bring your system into balance, when you rely upon your forms to be what you really are, There's no amount of intelligence or ability that can make up for that initial separation of awareness from its being within that fine attunement. To attune back awareness to its being, it is helpful to use the form to relax, to quieten. It doesn't help. Because there you're dependent on being able to relax your body, relaxing your thinking, your emotions, your experience of your day. You're using that relaxation of form to be what you really are, and the relaxation of form is not you. It's the relaxation of form. Didn't you say before that the most close I can get to the expression of my being is to be gentled and quieted? in your heart, not in yourself. If you're not sure of that, if you're not sure of what that means, then every night that you lie down to go to sleep, realize what's occurring. The difficulty with that is that when you try to notice when you fall asleep, You're accustomed to using your thinking. Your thinking passes away before you fall asleep. So you won't catch it. But stay with it. What you realize without the use of thinking is you. When it's all passed away, Just as you fall asleep, there you are. And there you realize the movement of your being. There you realize your attunement. From the perspective of yourself, what you're realizing is nothing. 
it's nothing because yourself can't accomplish it. When it's there without yourself, that shows you that you're able to be that without the use of yourself. Yourself doesn't help you. Yourself helps you when you're in the attunement as awareness with the movement of your own being. Then every movement of yourself shows you how your being moves within that. Then it becomes wonderful within yourself to use your strengths to move quickly, to move into difficulty, because everything you do in yourself and in your life, you're realizing greater depths of your own being. In that way, you can hardly have enough. You're taking in all of life. As you do, you realize all of your being. There is no distraction in life. Your patterns don't distract you. Every movement of a pattern reveals the movement of your being. The movement of your being is your life. In all of your life. Being oneness in the midst of tension Stress and difficulty isn't difficult. It's natural for you. Whether you experience pain or pleasure doesn't make a difference to you within that attunement. Each reveals a different movement of your own being, enabling you to bring to balance your presence within pain and pleasure. Your attunement to your own being is realized deeper and deeper as you are tuning your forms to your being. You bring your forms into balance as you live in them. Your attunement accomplishes that, not the use of your forms. You've grown up as your whole system. 
parents who haven't yet grown up from what you were an hour after you were born. That attunement hasn't grown up. You, together with your system, without that attunement, have grown up. The attunement itself, can it develop? Yes, it develops. Awareness realizes the depths of its own movement, the depths of its own being. It's realized through the movement in form. It's realized as easily and as much within a damaged system as within a complete system, a functional system. But only when awareness is in tune with the being. Yes. So to me at this point is I haven't recognized the movement of my being as such. Yes. But before you realize the movements of your being, you need to realize you. You are present without the use of anything. Right before every time you fall asleep. A moment of that attunement is present within all of your experiences. It's a grosser form of the form of you being gentled and quieted in your heart. It's a grosser form and it's present within moments of your experience, all of your experiences. It's like a resonance of what's possible, and that resonance points to you. Those moments are semi-consciously registered without realizing without directly realizing those moments they're there in everything you experience they relate to you because you are within all of your experiences when your body is a little tired and you sit down, there's a moment there where you realize the moments around it are yourself, you using yourself to sit down. There are moments within all of your experiences 
where this is present. Running after those moments. Running after experiences because those moments are present within all of your experiences is what creates the addiction to yourself. After those moments of what these relaxed moments some of the moments are relaxed moments. There are many different kinds of moments and they all relate to you. These moments all direct you back to you. But within that redirection, you also have the experience of your whole system. You become addicted to the use of your system. The misunderstanding is that all of these moments within all of your experiences that direct you back to you, speak to you. Those moments are within your experiences, so you pursue your experiences. If those moments could be removed from all of your experiences, you wouldn't have anything in your experiences. You mean the experience wouldn't be as satisfying anymore? You would be fundamentally empty. Within all of your experiences. Your experiences would mean nothing to you. All of these moments are your being. The moments are not there because you're being them. The moments are there because you are there and your being is there. moments are like dots and in between the dots the moments are within your system within the movements of your system so a moment is like a dot the space between the dots is your system and its movement. As you move your system, the dots are present and the dots are in movement. The resonance of that movement is what touches you. The resonance of that movement is what reaches you 
as you move your system. That's without you being one as awareness with your being. The more you move your system and your experience, the more the movement of the dots is present. The misunderstanding is that it's your system, yourself, your experience. Without those moments, without the dots, the movement of your system and your forms has no meaning. It has nothing to do with you. So with the movement of all of your forms, there would be no meaning. So the misunderstanding is moving the dots with myself instead of following the movements of the being and being that while I am in myself. Yes. One of your eyes are dominant. So you're always looking more through one eye than the other eye. And you're accustomed to doing that. You returning to that attunement is a little bit like you looking out of your other eye, your non-dominant eye, consciously looking out of that eye. It's strange when you do it. And you're able to do it. There's a shift that occurs when you do that. You're using what you're not used to using. You're using what isn't natural for you to use. With your dominant eye, that dominant eye is the frame of reference within your seeing. And you can change that frame of reference to your other eye. That's a shift of awareness. Is that just an example or is the being more related to one eye and the self more to the other? It's an example of how you can shift your awareness to make a change. A change that isn't natural to your experience, to your patterned experience. Thank you very much, John.